0: Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle—it's the Melting Pat, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pat. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. How are you? How's it going? Over there, Pat, you seem chipper to the Phillies win. They didn't. But I don't see that as a reason for me to be all mad. Even though I, I mean, I, I was disappointed. We'll talk about the sports at the end. Don't worry. We won't clog it up at the beginning. So everybody who hates sports is like, Pat, what the hell, man? You're right. You're right. But I figured somebody would ask why I sound so jovial when my favorite baseball team uh, pretty much blew it. So we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Um, I'm also writing a piece about that, as I do. I've done the last couple years written about the, uh, the old Phillies there at the end of the season. Just kind of take stock in what, uh, you know, what was good, what was bad. So doing that. All right. Pat, you said no sports at the beginning. No, no. What I said was we'll talk more about it later. I didn't say I wasn't going to say more now. We'll just do more, more later. All right. All right. So I know usually I do a big uh, Halloween special show at this time of the year, but I decided, uh, well, first of all, because I didn't have time to watch a Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode and take all the notes. So hopefully next year we can do that. I know I mentioned it last week about um, doing one of the heist episodes, as I've done before, which I would have loved to have done, but I may not have the time to really dive into it today, So, or this week, rather. So I decided we'll do a bit of a hybrid. Um, Not really a hybrid, because it's mostly still Halloween stuff. I guess it's a Halloween sandwich, if you will, and the bread is whatever this is, and then the sports is the other piece of bread, right? Yes, not a bun. It's bread. 'Cause it's actually a sandwich. So there you go. Uh <laughs> we're gonna get the people talking on that one, Pat. Uh yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, you know what? Before we do the stuff, we we got a birthday party we'll talk about. We went to um and then we'll do our we have two questions. Which uh which scary slash Halloween themed movie is your favorite? And what's your favorite part of Halloween? Then we'll do sports. Hopefully we'll hear from the captain at the end of the show, and then that will be that. But Before we do the birthday party, before, oh, there's also going to be a song by Much Better after the Halloween stuff. So if you don't like sports, um, after the song, it's time for you to go. Okay? All right. Now everybody's caught up. We are all good to go over here. We had a question from someone. Oh, first, let me offer a correction from last week. When I mentioned that the Olympics, their uh, flag football, has been approved for the LA Olympics in 2028. I made the comment like, "Hey, why don't we get in on that and be a f- like make a flag football team and make the Olympics because I'm sure the NFL won't send their players over because it's right in training camp or start of the season whenever it is. Um whenever it lines up with their activities. No, there's no way the NFL is going to go, "Yeah, sure, go play flag football in the Olympics." Well, it turns out they not only are allowing it, they are actively encouraging their players to go over and uh, and play flag football, which is, I mean, it's great. Like, for the quality of the games, that's great. But for my dream of making the Olympics as a flag footballer, that's awful. So instead, I guess we got to take up squash. So who wants to be my squash partner? We'll do doubles, and uh, and we'll try that. Because I can't do lacrosse. That's too much for me. And um, what was the other thing? Baseball, softball, nope, that's out. Flag football is now out. Uh, oh, cricket. I don't know enough about cricket to, uh, to get good at it in five years, but I think I can learn how to play squash. So let's learn squash. Who wants to be my partner. We'll double up for the Olympics and we'll go have fun. Okay. All right. So correction is, uh, is done. We handled that part and someone asked, Hey Pat, can you explain Jimmy from Mayfair? I feel like I missed a joke. Yes. No problem. If I didn't explain this, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I, I, I know I explained it years ago, but if I've been using Jimmy from Mayfair as the default if I don't get a name for a submission on the website. Because you don't have to put in a name. You can just put a like a dot or a period rather in the um, or anything. You can put any number, symbol, whatever in the name field and then just write your question or comment, uh, which is fine. So yeah, that's at themeltingpat.com, by the way. Best way to get in touch with me. And so I use the Jimmy from Mayfair as a default because um, years ago, we lived in the section of the city called Mayfair, and we had a neighbor behind us so what so our apartment was the second floor of a house, and there was no access to the basement from the second floor. We had to go outside and go around the block, and the laundry was in the basement, so we had to go every time we had to do laundry, we had to go outside and go around the block and then you know, we took the dog out, obviously Buster had to go on walks right so we took him out that way, go around the back of the house and go up the block and do that. So there was a guy who lived behind us who uh, we talked to all the time because we were outside, out back that way all the time, doing laundry and taking the dog and stuff. And for whatever reason, like we had lived there, we lived there a total of together seven years. Jill was there a year before I got there. So I want to say like five years in, this guy decided my name was Jimmy. And I don't know who told him. I don't know if he overheard someone, if he misheard something, if he just thought of a name and didn't. he didn't know my name and didn't want to ask. And he just thought, because every so often, like, I would take the dog. I would have Buster with me. And he'd go, hey, Jim, how you doing? I'm like, did that guy, did he just call me Jimmy? Did he just call me Jim? Does he think my name is Jimmy? And I'm like, oh, I, I brushed it off. Like, I maybe I misheard him. I wasn't really, you know, I'm paying more attention to Buster than whatever he was trying to tell me. Um, sorry, buddy. But... <laughs> But then I'm like, okay. And then like a day or two later, maybe the next day, uh, I go out and he like hundred percent called me Jimmy. So for whatever reason, that guy thought my name was Jimmy. And so I have decided uh, that if something, um, if I can't think of a name for something or for someone, then it's my alter ego, Jimmy from Mayfair. That is the name that I will use. So there you go. That's why That's where that comes from. Although now I guess I can't use it to sign into hotels or whatever, but I don't need to worry about that. I'm not doing any uh, clandestine operations that I have to uh, hide from people. But um, yeah, so that's where that comes from. Jimmy from Mayfair is my uh, my my alter ego, my my second identity, my burner person, if you will, because uh, an old a former neighbor of ours for some reason thought that was my name. So there you go. That's Jimmy from Mayfair. That's the correction on the. Uh, on the flag football, and now we've sorted all the things out. We can get on with the show. How am I going to timestamp this? I have no clue. Pat, did correct some information. I don't know, but anyway, let's get on with the show. <laughs> oh boy, we went to a birthday party the other day. Thank you, Joel. Joel's been on the show a number of times, a number of times with uh, wrestling and whatnot. He's been here. He's been at the apartment. We've been all over. It's been great. Um, I would like to have he both he and Phil back on the show. Just, uh, we haven't done it in a while. and I think it'd be really fun. So, uh, one of his kids turned however old and he's like, Hey, having a party, let's do it. Or maybe his wife said something to my wife. I don't know how the invite actually worked, but we were invited to the party and it was great. We went to his, um, I think he said it was his in-laws. So, uh, yeah, this place was huge. This, uh, this plot of land was huge there. They have like, the house and then a garage which was a hangout spot and then a, a huge yard that went all the way back and they have a pool and all this the place was massive certainly compared to my little uh little abode here and i kept joking like hey like my whole house including my front and back yards, could fit in this side yard with room to spare like i could build my house right here and like they would the family here would still have plenty of room to do all of their things it's insane it was nuts it was great it was great because, you know, little kids, kids need places to run around. And um, they certainly had an abundance of that. And so we brought the kid and he's running around. He got to meet some people he hadn't met. We got to see some friends we haven't seen uh, for a while. So that was fantastic. And of course, the food, man, the food. My friends are Puerto Rican, so we have delicious food anytime we go to one of their parties. So of course, the rice and beans. I mean, come on, come on, come on. You got to do that. And then you know, we just had a great time. Again, hanging out with people I, I've known for 20, 30 years uh, and and don't get to see that often anymore because everybody's got lives and kids and whatnot. But in this case, kids brought them together. So we had a great time. Thank you for having us. We had a, you know, the kid, uh, I, I feel like, and I, I don't mean any harm when I say this because I don't think it's really our fault. There's no way we could have really known, but I think we stayed about five minutes too long or at least like, yeah maybe like a handful of minutes too long because we were getting ready to go like we were handling some stuff, we had cake, we were um you know, hey we're gonna go right, and then the kid just lost it. the kid had had enough it was a lot of a lot of stuff going on a lot of it's a new place, some new people, new things to try and check out, and so he's overwhelmed, obviously, but he was uh, up until that he was actually really really good which is crazy cuz he doesn't spend a ton of time around other kids but he's also I've said this before he's really great around other people which is great which is fantastic and kind of like wow really like where did you learn that cuz you we don't have a lot of opportunities to do stuff like this which is awesome so i mean not that we do anyway the the awesome part is he was well behaved until the end so there we go and it was great cuz everyone there like they know us most of them know us and they all most of them also have children so they all understand that at one time you know they had toddlers who would freak out about things and then like we didn't try to settle them down there we didn't try to you know keep them there cuz we wanted to stay we were like nope all right you're done we've done all the things that we were going to do today we've seen all the people and had all the conversations so we're going to go so i carried him out literally kicking and screaming <laughs> and uh yeah i i feel like it would have been much worse right if we had like, seen, he was freaking out, having a little bit of a meltdown, and then tried to stay there longer. Like, if we tried, like, no, we're doing this instead. Like, if we had tried to do that, it would have been much worse, and everyone would have been like, wow, look at those people. They they don't know what they're doing. Um, But I think everybody, like, kind of got it. They were like, oh, yeah, he's tired. He's done. Like, he's had a big day, and now he's exhausted, and he wants to go home. And he settled himself in the car, and then we were fine. And then it was okay. So, um. Yeah, lesson learned, I suppose. I, well, I don't, I'm not really sure. I guess the lesson would be hey, when he starts freaking out, it's time to go, which we did. Like that was a thing that we did. So I don't know. Maybe we got to keep a closer eye. I, I don't know if, if there's some way that we could have avoided that. But uh, I feel like given the situation, we handled ourselves very well. So there you go. That's what we did. Thank you again, Joel, for having us. Pat, what about Joel's wife? Why do you mention her? Well, because I didn't ask her if I could use her name on the show. And you know that I don't like to do that, so there you go. All right, so that was the birthday party. That's all the opening things that I have for you. Opening things. It's been fifteen minutes. Uh- <laughs> so here's what we'll do: we will take a break. I will, I just got a ping in my ear for a work thing, so I will check that. We will come back. No time will pass for you, like a second and a half, maybe. Uh, and then we will come back and do uh, scary movies, and we'll play clips from the scores. So sit tight and get ready to enjoy that. Right after this and we are back there we go we made it see no time at all passed for you and this is our first of two halloween questions for this week i usually do a bunch of these last year i did the newsletter about that and i don't uh i don't know i I have one little thing at the end but anyway um i decided since we've had a lot of fun this year doing movie scores we did which movie score is your favorite uh maggie said which let me see movies that are too long or something like that Someone else said, um, trailers better than the movie, things like that. So we've had a lot of fun playing movie clips. And so I decided, Hey, we've never done this one before. And, um, I feel like maybe we could change this up to like, maybe if we do like the best overall Halloween movies and they, they can be different than your favorites. Right. I feel it. Like, well, what I could do next year is do a crossover episode with our buddy, Paul will behind podcast hero and just say, Paul, pick your best, like 10, movies that you've done on your show and we'll play the thing the score and we'll get people to vote on them maybe like which one's the best halloween movie out of these 10 or 12 does that sound like a thing that you would enjoy anybody paul or anyone i don't know anybody want to do that no okay pat Pat, we want to hear your show all right all right all right so the first one (laughs) the first of our two halloween questions for this week which scary movie slash Halloween themed movie we can put them together. Cause not all Halloween movies are scary and not all scary movies are Halloween. We could just throw them together. It's fine. So which one is your favorite? So we'll lead off here. Paul is uh, he's quick on these and I knew, God damn it, Paul. I knew you were going to have like four in your thing. We're only doing one. We're only doing one, Paul. And I like that you picked a really good one though. He said, my favorite Halloween themed movie is a very hard one to answer As there are many, you don't say. But to narrow it down, Trick or Treat from 2007 and Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, that doesn't sound like Halloween Resurrection, are the two I watch the most. Deep Cut Honorable honorable Mention goes to The Barn from 2016. And I want to point out, this is just for me uh, to have a cheap laugh at Paul's expense. When he wrote Favorite, he put in the U because Paul's Canadian. But Honorable does not have a U, so Paul, what gives? What gives? Is that does anyone need to know that? But me and him, no. But I think it's funny. So there we go. And Paul will also find it funny, that's why I leave it in. So, Paul, I'm not doing three because we have more to do. But let's do your first pick here. The uh, the little score there from Trick or Treat, 2007. I'm sorry. I misled you. The title of the movie is just trick or treat The 2007 is not in there. That's just when it came out. And it's a great movie. Jill and I saw that a couple of years ago. I think we saw it on TV and we're like, wow, what the hell is this? It looks awesome. And then we went and, wa- and found it and watched it like for real. And it's really good. And it was on TV again the other day uh, with the great Brian Cox, who is fantastic. And um, probably some other people who I can't remember right now, but that is such a good movie. That's a really good score. Great pick. Thank you, Paul. Jen says, Hocus Pocus will always be it for me. And I do hope I picked the right part of the scores, by the way, for all these, but especially um, for the one that you pick. Anyone. So, like, with with anyone, I hope I picked, you're like, man, you should have done this part. Then let me know and I'll make it up to you some other way. I don't know, or I won't. But Hocus Pocus is great. Uh, did we watch it this year yet? I don't know. Maybe we were. I think I know, we were going to, and like we pulled up. Oh no, she was trying to watch um Nightmare Before Christmas, but then the kid like she pulled up Disney Plus and the kid saw Bluey on the screen and said Bluey. So she what they were watching Bluey instead. There we go. Sorry, I got confused. Anyway, Hocus Pocus is great, and uh, somebody get the Hocus Pocus Lego set and let me know how it is, how you like it. All right, anyway, there we go. So KG dropped in and said, maybe the original Halloween. Now I'm not gonna play that one right now because I have, uh, I'm gonna play that, where did I put it? Uh, crap, it's somewhere around here. Maybe I think I'll do it at the end because I have a special thing I wanna play for that. But then she said, Halloween H2O is pretty dope. reason I get away with that, I think, is because it's a different feel to the theme song. And uh, the the thing I'm going to play at the end of the segment here is a different kind of, uh, I guess there's a little bit of a bonus. And I got a little story at the end. So thank you, KG, for that. Uh, Yeah, Halloween, most of the movies, and at least from what I remember, I've seen a few of them, I guess. Although I've never seen, no, what's the other one? I've never seen Friday the 13th. That's true, by the way. I've seen one remake in like 2008 or nine, whenever that came out, but I've never seen any other ones like not on TV. So it doesn't count. All right. Sorry, KG. Thank you. Halloween, classic, good stuff. Oh, I just found where I was going to put it. Okay. Anyway, um, no, Jimmy also said Halloween, an actual Jimmy, not Jimmy from Mayfair, said, <laughs> said Halloween. So we'll throw him in there, but we have a, uh, a little bonus at the end. Okay. I think we got that squared away. All right, MAG says, does Alien count as a scary movie or is it more sci-fi? If not, then I'd probably have to pick the original Poltergeist. I'm not that keen on slashers. Well, um, I would say Alien's more sci-fi than horror, than scary movie. If somebody else could come out and say, no, that's definitely a scary, blah, blah, and that's fine. And then, you know, if you have that argument to make, please do. And then we'll do the square from Alien a week from now. But uh, thank you, MAG, for having a backup. So let's do... The, uh, the score from Poltergeist. And my favorite part about that, the score, is that if you don't know what Poltergeist is about, you might think that movie's fun. Like, that's a fun, joyous romp, and people are doing things that are, uh, that are having a good time. And then, you know, you realize what Poltergeist is, and it's like, well, maybe not so much. Thanks, buddy. Lockjaw says, old Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes, I know, not a movie. And so I was like, hey, man, what do you consider old? And he said, season 10 is the cutoff. So I think this theme we have is from season five. Where is it? Let's see. Well, let's play. It's, uh, oh, it's uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 4. So it's, from season four, five, whatever. Here it is. That was kind of a tough find, because a lot of those, like, there was, like, one special theme, but it was from, like, 2013, and it didn't sound like, like, it sounded like it was from 2013 and not from 1994. So I figured I I would go with an older one. I'd do some digging, but enjoyed it, and I got to watch a lot of those intros, which is pretty fun. Because I, as you know, Simpsons was on the no-fly list at my house. The Simpsons was not on TV in my house at all, so uh, it was nice to go back to go and uh, and finally look at some of those. Although no, one year I did do, um, I did review a couple of those, didn't I? Because I did your favorite Halloween TV special. Was it last? No, not last year. Last year was and then there was Sean, um. Maybe the year before when I did favorite TV special, and I think Jen jumped in and said, Treehouse of Horrors, whichever one. There we go. My memories, it's there, kind of chilling out there. All right, anyway. Uh, (laughs) Thanks, Lockjaw. So we got two picks for Friday the 13th. Gertner uh, voted for that, and Smelly Meatball said probably Friday the 13th. As a kid, Jason felt way more terrifying than Freddy Krueger for classic 80s-era horror. Wow, that is... um, Is that a bold statement? Again, I've not seen Friday the 13th, but here's some music from it. I've not seen the original, I should say. And I've seen maybe one, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know, I'd never... I never sat down to watch them. I don't know why. Maybe I should. I got a, a week, right? Less, well, when the show comes out, I have what, three days, technically? Yeah, I mean, you can, I mean, Paul watches horror movies all year, so you can watch them anytime, but I kind of want to be in the mood. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, which one, I guess I should watch the originals, right? I should do that and make a decision. I don't know. So I guess here's a question then. Is that true? Is Jason more terrifying than Freddy Krueger for that era of horror? let me know people who have seen both of those movies and know more about those characters than i do is smelly meatball on the money here or is this a rotten take let me know all right thank you both i appreciate that uh clock says does the shining count i'll go with that not much of a horror movie guy me either but i do like the shining and the theme is uh well here it is I thought it would be fun if I had like a, like a little quip about the theme song, but then, uh, in the moment I forgot what it sounded like. So it's, uh, anyway, I was going to try to do it and then it's just gone, but I know the theme is great. I remember listening to it just yesterday and I know it's great and I know you're going to enjoy that, right? Yes. The shining here's Johnny. Yes. No, I'm giving a thumbs up to no one. Okay. Well, there's a, uh, Jill put some decorations in the window here and uh that thing's kind of looking at me some kind of crypt keeper person thing so that's kind of staring at me this whole time so i gave them a thumbs up all right yes no okay get on with the show all right says Knight of the demons and um he's known for some deep cuts and that is one of them but this theme song i gotta say this score whatever you want to call it is uh is pretty tight Does it make me want to watch the movie? I don't know. I don't know. Like, jump scares aren't my thing. I'm twitchy anyway, and so if you if you throw stuff at me, it's just going to—I don't know. It, it's just not for me. It's not my thing. Right? I get it. People love them. People enjoy them. People, even when they know they're coming, they're like, yes, this is great. Uh, it's not my thing, but I don't I don't know what Night of the Demons is about. Should we look it up? Night of the—let's do it. Night of the Demons. Why Why am I doing this? Come on. Night— of The Demons is from 1988. 90 minutes in the sweet spot there of uh, of a movie, I guess. It's on Peacock and Tubi. So there you go. Options to watch. What is this about? All right. Supernatural horror film. Come on. Plot follows a group of high school students who throw a party inside an isolated funeral parlor on Halloween night. I already like that. While attempting a seance, they accidentally release a demon Locked in the crematorium that begins to possess them one by one. That actually sounds kind of awesome, and I think I want to watch this now. Man, that's good, and it's only 90 minutes. I could get down with that for sure. Let's do that. Do people like this? What's the reception? I'm on the Wikipedia. All right, 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. That means not like I don't mean something to someone, but it means nothing to me because I can watch a movie that has like 8% on Rotten Tomatoes and go, you know what? That was pretty good. So. There you go. Thank you, my friend, for that one. Uh, Now I got something to check out. Maggie says, I was really impressed with the new Haunted Mansion movie, despite the blatant product placement. It's like a love letter to fans who know the history behind the ride. I absolutely love Hocus Pocus 1 and 2, plus Nightmare Before Christmas, but Haunted Mansion is quickly coming up for the top spot, like Yoshi with a blue shell. Maggie, thank you for that. Haunted Mansion, here you go. And again, I hope I picked the right part of the theme song because Maggie sent me a playlist and I just randomly picked one and I hope it worked and I'm glad you liked the movie and uh, I don't know anything about the ride, so there we go. I've never been to Disney or anything like that, so nothing, that means nothing to me, but if you like the movie, it must be pretty great. So there we go. All right, uh, Nostromo Jones, no, Nostromo, Nostra, like Nostradamus, but Nostromo Jones, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what am I doing? I can't read. I know who this is, but I, you know they don't put their name on the thing, so that's I don't use it. So, oh, they also said Halloween. Um, but again, we have a thing for that and The Exorcist, but that doesn't have much of a score except Tubular Bells. Boring. They wrote that. Boring. I didn't. I actually think I I liked it. Can we play that? Of course we can. You find that boring? I'm sorry. I don't know. I just... Well, well, we had one for Halloween already, so I didn't want to use that three times. Um, And The Exorcist wasn't mentioned by anybody else. So, sorry if anybody else found that boring. I... uh, (laughs) (laughs) no we didn't like that one i I thought i liked it it does sound like it's uh like it was made for the nes like right i don't think that was even right but anyway (laughs) like it doesn't sound it, it sounds like it was made with a you know whatever you call it for the nes and uh I thought that's that's pretty endearing. I liked it. I don't know. I've also not seen The Exorcist. So maybe it's not endearing at all. Maybe it stinks. Maybe it stinks. I don't know. Anyway, thank you very much. The Sharpshooters, by the way, if you like wrestling, uh, go follow the Sharpshooters on Twitch. And I think they're on YouTube and somewhere else. But they're, uh, they're great. We hang out with them every so often, talking, wrestling, and whatnot. So go check them out on Twitch. But uh, they, whoever runs the socials, said Saw movies are my guilty pleasure. And regular listeners are going to be shocked by this. You're going to be, you, are, you, you better be sitting down. I have not seen one Saw movie. I have not seen a single one. I may not have an idea of what they're about, Uh, But I've never seen one. Never, uh, I don't know, never sat down to do it. So there you go. But Saw movies are the guilty pleasure of one or all of the sharpshooters. So go check them out on Twitch. All right. Uh, Bill says, Wallace and Gromit, Were-Rabbit. I think the movie, uh, the full title is The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Either way, Wallace and Gromit, great pick, great theme song. Anytime you get a Wallace and Gromit mention anywhere is uh, usually going to be a good time because Wallace and Gromit, it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Bill. And um, finally, from from all y'all, producer Nate checking in. He says Spider-Man from 2002. And the reason that I... Well, I include it because someone nominated it. Nominated it, yeah. Nominated it. And also, I wonder if we're going to start the discussion. Because this happens at Christmas every year. Is this a Christmas movie? Is that a Christmas movie? Is this not... How is this not a Christmas movie? So I, wanted, I want everyone to weigh in. Is Spider-Man a Halloween movie? And if so, now I know that I said, you know, scary movie, whatever. But is Spider-Man a Halloween movie? And if so, let me know why. And especially if you don't think it is, I want you to unload and say no, that person's dumb. And then I will shield the, uh, I will shield them from that because that's mean, and we don't have to be mean. But, <laughs> but I want to know: Do you think Spider-Man 2002 is a Halloween movie? Yes or no? Why or why not? The more work, the more the angrier you get defending one side or the other, the better. Let me know. All right, before we break and do our second Halloween thing of the day, a few of you mentioned Halloween, the movie Halloween for the score thing. So, because I mentioned with every every platform I shared it on with the question um, that I'll play a clip from the score. So, I, years ago, when I did my live show, I would play the Halloween theme as an intro bed to, like, in between segments. So, I'd play, I'd do my topics, do my... You know, what's your favorite? What's the best and worst candy? What's the best costume you've ever worn? You know, uh, don't leave your light on if you're not getting about candy, right? So I had that and I'd play, you know, spooky themed music. And in between we'd have, I'd do like little, uh, like I did the Goosebumps theme, which I might end the show with today. Um, and I did the Halloween theme as like little buffers from the song back to me talking. And what I ended up doing, and I didn't really plan this, It just kind of happened. And so the software that I use, we used to use Sam Broadcaster, and it would, like, you put your songs in the the control decks there, you play one, it fades out to the next one. And I always loved how I played the song by Will Smith and uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Nightmare on My Street. So that was the song, the last song of the break. And then it would crossfade into the Halloween theme. And I always loved how it sounded, because Will is, at the end of the song, you're going to hear it. Will is on the phone saying, hey man, don't go to sleep. Don't fall asleep. He's gonna get you in your dreams. And then, you know, the uh the demon, if you will, you know. I don't know if I, can we mention the uh can we mention the thing? I don't know. Anyway, uh <laughs> it gets him and he yells, and then the fade came right in with the Halloween theme at the end. It just it just sounded really great, so I wanted to save the Halloween theme for that and play it for you now. Jack, to me. No. don't no. Go to sleep. Is that neat? Did I did I blow it with the setup there? Would I setting it setting it up too much for you? Were you too excited and then you were let down? I don't. I hope not, because I always thought that was really cool. And again, I didn't plan it, and then I got to do it four times because I did what four Halloween shows on there, and it was really great. Like it was really fun to be able to do that, and just how randomly I just I found out. Hey, these two songs fading from one to the other actually sounds awesome, and uh, that I get to play a little bit of that for you. Makes me pretty happy, so that's I think a good way to wrap up the uh, Halloween movie slash music segment for you. I thought it was fun, and um, yeah, we'll definitely do this for Christmas too. Like, what's your uh, your favorite holiday movie? And we'll probably get somebody getting Die Hard and somebody doing something else. So we will do our best to make all of that happen for you. But uh, thank you all for weighing in with your Halloween slash scary movie picks, and let me know is um, oh, what was the other thing? It was a Spider Man Halloween movie, and Is Jason more terrifying than Freddy Krueger when it comes to that era of horror? So is Jason Voorhees more way more terrifying than Freddy Krueger? And is the 2002 version of Spider-Man a Halloween movie? Let me know. All right, we'll take a break, and then we'll do our favorite parts of Halloween. Sit tight. So there we go. Wasn't that fun? Was that a good time? All the music and whatnot. It's going to be fun to put together for sure. It's going to take a while, but that's okay. I think I have time for that. If not, then we'll figure something out, but it'll be fine. it be, we're going to have fun. Um, how many times can I use that distressed dad? We're going to have fun call by the way. It's three weeks in a row. I think anyway, we're back to the thing. All right. So our second Halloween question for you, uh, was what's your favorite part of Halloween? And I know not everyone celebrates and that's fine. We even got a couple of people in here who said they didn't. So that's okay. If your favorite part is when it's over, that's fine too. I have no problem with that. So we got a couple things here for you. Thank you everyone for weighing in. Paul says his favorite part of Halloween is the traditions and history of the celebration and the fact that it doesn't hide its dark origins like some other holidays. Wink. Yeah man, you know what? You're right. You're right man. Earth Day should go back to its dark roots. You're right. Earth Day should do that and we should get in on some dark ass celebrations for a Mother Earth, right? Yes, let's do that. We'll have some fun. But no, uh, there's a lot to Halloween, a lot more to Halloween than what we've discussed uh, today and in previous years. So um, there's a lot to love. Or again, if you don't, then that's fine too. That's all right. Thank you, Paul. KG says, watching dumb, scary movies. I would say, let's add that. KG, add that this year or maybe next year. Who knows when you're going to do it if you have time. Uh, Halloween Resurrection. It's dumb as hell. It's dumb as hell. You wouldn't say you love it. You wouldn't make that mistake. But if it's on, you might not change the channel. You might be like, hey, what's this? Oh, hey, there's Bust the Rhymes. Oh, man, what trick-or-treat? Like, what? What is happening here? And you might enjoy yourself. Or not. If you, Tell you what, uh, if you watch Halloween Resurrection and you absolutely hate it, let me know, and I'll send you a sticker. All right? All right? I don't know if that make that doesn't give you the hour and a half back. But uh, I'll send you a sticker and a little card with a nice little note. Okay? All right, if you, if you watch anybody, if you watch Halloween Resurrection, well, not anybody because I don't have a lot of stickers, but let me know. All right, so there we go. Great. Jen says, favorite part of Halloween is haunted houses slash hayrides. Now, I can get down with haunted houses for sure. Hayrides, not for me. Uh, went on a couple as a kid, and it was it just, just wasn't for me. I'm not going to sit here and dump on it because it's your one of your favorite things. So I'll just say, it was not for me, but haunted houses, if they're done properly— in a fun way, whatever they if no, let me not even say that. If the people who are designing and, and putting together these haunted houses, if they care about it enough to do it to not half ass it, right? Like if they go all out and they really put a lot of work and energy and passion into it, then it's great. But if you got a lazy haunted house, it's like, all right, buddy, what's the point of this? Don't do this, don't do that. All right. Uh MAG says I don't celebrate Halloween, so there's not a lot about it that I like. But there are those females, don't say females, can we take that out? No, no, there are the ladies, when you say females, it sounds creepy, Um, but there are those ladies who do celebrate, and the manner in which they choose to dress for the occasion can certainly catch my attention. Boo! No, we don't need to boo him, I mean, we don't need the sound, I did it for funsies, but uh, no, I'm joking, of course, that's funny, like, that's funny. Like, yeah, like, hey, I don't like Halloween, but, you know, hey, some of those ladies in their costumes, let me tell you, hey, so, (laughs) but don't say females, that sounds, oh, God, don't call them females, don't do that, That, that's the red flag right there, is that, uh, never mind, never mind, nope, I don't know MEG well enough to make that joke, all right, um, but no, there's nothing wrong, like, it reminds me of Mean Girls, or, like, Big Party, it's like, oh, I didn't know that anybody could, uh, you know, you dress like a slut, and you put a little, little, little bunny ears or whatever. And be like, Oh, I'm a bunny. Oh, I'm a cat. Hello. Right. So yeah, man, I get it. I get it. Nothing wrong with that. I just like to have a little fun. You know, that lockjaw says little leftover mini chocolates that people bring into work. Pretty much the only time of year I have any chocolate bars waiting to get my hands on a coffee crisp. Good for you, man. And I hope I cross my fingers and toes that you get all of the coffee crisp your little heart can handle. Good for you. Uh, Gertner says, "I hate Halloween. I've always hated it, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I've said before on the show that if I had married someone else who didn't love Halloween like my wife does and like her family does, I probably wouldn't put that much into it either. I, I wouldn't like it's it's never been my number one, but being around people who do love it kind of gets me excited. So it's like I don't. I hope that someone I know gets excited about Christmas because of my pure joy and love." for the season. If you don't, that's fine too, but um that's my favorite season. I love all the things about it, the crappy movies, the sappy crappy movies, the the sweet treats, the hanging out together, the time off if you can get it, the the snow generally, and um and the decorations, they're all great. It's all great. So, yeah, that's my so I hope that my um where was I going with that? No, anyway. So, everyone else's enthusiasm makes me a little more excited For Halloween where if I was around different people I probably wouldn't have that and so I don't know anyway Gertner hates Halloween that's that's okay and that's fine you're allowed to do that uh Clockshot says I'm with Gertner I hate Halloween I keep the porch light off and the house house lights off as well good for you we're gonna talk about that later if you don't do Halloween turn off your lights you don't give out candy or anything like that turn off your lights leave it be And uh, don't get anybody's hopes up. So there you go. Again, it's okay. You're allowed to hate Halloween. That's no problem. You're allowed to hate Christmas too. You can hate everything. I don't really care that much. But uh, have fun doing whatever it is that you like to do. All right? All right. Smelly Meatball says his favorite part is the day after Halloween when all the leftover candy at stores starts going on discount and after a few days can get a big bag for like 75% off. Hell yeah, brother. That's right. You got to hope that some of the good stuff is left. And you can get what you want, because you don't want to get a bag of like Tootsie Pops or whatever. I mean, I I don't hate that's not that's not fair. Um like you don't want to be left with just circus peanuts and candy corn, right? Like that's that's bottom tier candy to me. But anyway, uh we've done we'll maybe we'll next year we'll do favorite and least favorite candy again. We've done it a couple years in a row here, so let's uh let's cool it. Maybe we'll come back around, maybe get some new listeners, new people involved with the answering. And Or maybe your taste will change. Maybe that too. So yeah, we'll do that. But I hope that uh, anyone can get a good uh, good bag of candy that they like for a decent price on, uh, on Wednesday, right? Halloween's Tuesday? Yes. So Wednesday, I hope you can get it for a good price. All right, is back. He says, egging your house and toilet papering it too. Now, do you mean my house or anybody's house? Like anybody who hears this, you want to egg and TP their house. Or my house. Either way, whatever, man. Look, I dealt with plenty of eggs already. I think I'm done with that. So just the TP is fine. That's fine. That'll be funny, I guess. I just, I think I just leave it up there. You're like, no, I don't have a ladder. I'm not doing that. Just leave it be. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jimmy says all of the creepy decorations and ambiance. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying with Christmas. Like, I love Halloween decorations too. Like all the things that people put out there, lights and. Those uh, blow up things, those uh, what are the twelve foot tall skeletons or whatever—all the things people do to uh, to make their houses festive—I am in. I like it. Uh, I'm glad everybody else has that time and, ener- and energy to do it. We have stuff in the yard here too, and stuff around the house. But I'm glad you all have the energy and the time and the drive to do those things, so I can enjoy the fruits of your labor. So thank you, everyone, for decorating. All right, Maggie says. Speaking of. My favorite part, Maggie says, is of Halloween is decorating. You might not know this, but I am a little extra. Wink. The school near us usually has the younger kids walk around the neighborhood when the weather is nice and I try to make it entertaining for them. Frederick the Spider says hello. F-R-O-E-D-R-I-C-H. Frederick? Frederick? Maggie, you know I can't read. You know that I can't read. All right, but anyway, Maggie's a little extra, so... There you go. Decorating. All right. Nostra oh, well, we're, we're back with with uh with N Jones again. Uh, no Nostrum, Nostrum Nostra Jones. Does that work? No? I'm such a dope. I can't read. I don't Again, I know who this person is, but they don't put their name on there, so I use nostrom no should we should we Google uh Google the pronunciation? Hold on. I'm I'm so stupid. We're gonna do this. Okay, I'm gonna play all four of those. We'll do it again. And I would like to know (laughs) which one you think is the best way to pronounce that name. We'll do it again. Hold on.
1: Nostromo.
0: Nostromo. 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 That last one sounds like I would say it, which means it's probably wrong. So, (laughs) oh, man. Nostromo? That sounds better. Anyway, they say my favorite part. Oh, my God. What's happening? What is happening? <laughs> they say my favorite part is the Snoopy movies. Lately, I like the Batman a lot. There you go. That was a long way to go to get to you like the Batman. But thank you very much. The sharpshooters weighed in, said candy, of course. I should have asked. Sharpshooters, if you listen, which candy's your favorite? Which ones? Like Reese's Pieces, the good stuff? Or do you like circus peanuts or something? Let me know. All right. Crash Shard says, since I'm an adult now... I would say dressing up, if I were a kid, I'd say the obvious, candy. Now, Crush I have one question for you. Why not both? Why not both? You could do both. Candy's okay as an adult, as long as you don't have, you know, three bowls of it or whatever. Um, You know, a couple pieces here and there, and you'll be fine. But dressing up, wonderful. Good for you. Uh, Bill says, candy corn. Of course. Thank you. Good for you. I like that that is your favorite part, because, well— One, that it it just might be legitimately, which is fun. Uh, But two, because you know that I hate candy corn so much, and I love that you mentioned this. So, good stuff. Hope you can have all of mine. If I get any, if if I take some via taxation from the kid, uh, you can have it all. I'll ship it to you. All right. Um, Producer Nate checking in says, The Halloween videos on Pokemon Kids TV YouTube channel. There you go. There you go. Pokemon Kids TV. I'm going to check those out. I got a kid. Who might like those? He likes animated things. That's fun. Halloween videos on Pokémon Kids TV. All right, wonderful. I love that you love those. Thank you for that. All right, everybody, thank you for weighing in on your favorite parts of Halloween and your uh, your Halloween movies. This was fun. We had a great time. I thought um but before we go, before so after the song, it's much better. The song is the, the band is our friends much better. Um after that is the sports, so most of you can go so let's say this for everybody. Don't leave your light on if you don't have candy. If you don't celebrate Halloween, if you don't uh if you don't wish to participate in the festivities, let's put it that way. Then turn off your light. Don't leave your light on for safety. Don't just don't don't do that. Don't leave your light on because what's going to happen is the kids going to go around and go up and knock on your door cuz your light's on, that means they think you have candy and they're going to get disappointed when you don't have candy. Or if you, if nobody comes to the door, if you're not home. So if you don't do it, if you don't have candy, turn off your light and uh, just make everybody happy. Look, uh, everybody's got phones now with flashlights on them and the street lights are on and your neighbors should have lights on and, um, it'll be fine. You don't have to leave your light on for safety. If you don't have candy, turn off your light. There you go. That's my, my annual PSA to you on Halloween around the Halloween, Halloween a day. Is that a thing? No. Um, also, you know, be safe, enjoy your trick or treating, enjoy your parties, enjoy your haunted houses, enjoy your hay rides, your whatevers, your pumpkin patching. If you do a trunk or treat, a lot of people do those now, which, uh, I feel like that's a really divisive topic of conversation of like, if you prefer a trunk or treat or trick or treating. So let me know if you have done both, which do you prefer one over the other? And are you like, there are people who are mad that trunk or treats exist because it means the kids don't get to go trick or treating, uh, which, which does suck. But I guess if that's like, if your neighborhood doesn't always give out, you know, a lot of people don't give out candy. Like it's the, it's a better play to have everybody come to one spot and know that they're going to get a nice haul of candy. That's all. All right. So, um, trunk or treat versus trick or treat. Do you like one over the other? Um, is Jason way more terrifying than Freddy Krueger from that era of horror movies? And the third thing, oh, is the 2002 Spider-Man a Halloween movie or a scary movie? I guess. Let me know. All right. Those are your three questions that I want you to answer this week. Uh, let me know themeltypat.com. Send all your things in and, uh, and we'll come back and, and let you know the answers. All right. Or not. If nobody answers, that's fine too. All right, but anyway, after this is the sports stuff, so if you don't like sports, you can skip when we're done. It's our dear friends, Much Better, find more from them, much better, what is it, much better, band.bandcamp.com. There you go. Let them know. Let Charlie Saxton know, hey, I heard your song on Pat's show. You should come back on his show to talk about things, and then maybe he'll do that. Maybe we'll be able to find some time. But anyway, I so it's I'm, I'm going to let you know, peek behind the curtain at the beginning of the show, I didn't write down the name of the song because I play the same one every year for Much Better in this spot, and I didn't write down the name, and so I'm like, oh, let me look that up. So I looked it up. It's called Hocus Pocus, and I wrote it down in the notes so I wouldn't forget, but for whatever reason, I wrote down Hocus Better instead. So here's Hocus Better by Much Pocus. You know that you get it. You get it. It's the Melting Pat. We're coming right back. It much better hocus pocus or much pocus hocus better there you go which one of those works don't tell them i did that it was funny though the melting path the next level network there you go that's the that's the things that's the halloween thing so again if you do not like sports it is your time to go thank you for being here lights off if you don't have candy and uh yeah we did all the questions so we're good all the things i'd like you to answer have been asked so let me know about all of that. We will take one more break. We will come back and do the sports stuff and wrap the show right after this. Okay, once again, if you don't like sports, this is your time to go because the rest of the show is sports stuff from me and maybe from the captain. All right, so I don't want any complaints. We're letting everybody know we're doing some sports. So let's uh, let's roll with this. I had hoped to be able to give you a better update than this on the uh, on the baseball with the Phillies, but I cannot... The World Series matchup is set, and the Phillies did not make it. We have the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers facing off for the World Series. The Rangers last went to the World Series in 2011. They were defeated by the Cardinals. They have never won a World Series as a franchise. And the Diamondbacks last went to the World Series in 2001 when they defeated the Yankees in a pretty a pretty big series, I would say. They were the fastest expansion team to ever win a world series in 3 years. 3 they 98 99 04. Their fourth year cuz 98, 99, 2000 and no 01 they won the world series. So there you go. That's your matchup. I um oh, first of all, congratulations to the Rangers, to the Diamondbacks for making the World Series. Hard to do as everybody finds out. It's hard to, once you get into the playoffs, man. Playoffs, no matter what you did in the regular season, the playoffs are a different beast entirely and uh it's hard to win that many games in a row. So Congratulations to both those teams. I am going to be watching as much as I can. I am disappointed, obviously, but I think this would be a really fun World Series. And um I'm gonna say goal Rangers. Because I here's what I do. I default to when my team is not in it, I default to whoever has the longest drought. And so, like if this like when it was Cubs and Cleveland, I well no, that's the bad example because Josh is a Cleveland fan, so I rooted for them. But if it's like we mentioned 2011. The Cardinals had just won in 06. So I was leaning toward the Rangers because they never won. And now the Rangers have still never won. So I go for the longest drought. Sorry, Diamondbacks fans, not that you care whether or not I root for your team. But um, I think this should be really fun. And uh, I hope well, I hope everybody has fun out there. No, um, it should be good. It should be a really good World Series. I'm disappointed. Obviously, I'm not mad because, like, I don't know, I'm 35 years old. Why am I going to get mad about a sport? right? If I was 20, I'd come on here screaming and hollering about how pissed off I am. But I'm not 20 years old anymore. And, uh, I, you know, I will say, I will admit, I got a little frustrated in the seventh or eighth inning, because if we're going to be real, the Phillies probably could have put that one away in Arizona, right? Like, they could have put that away in five games, and they didn't. And so that's disappointing. And then you get back and you're like, man, it just feels like it's not, it's going to happen where they're not going to cash in. They're not going to make the big play. They're not going to get a big hit. It's just not going to happen. And so I started to get a little frustrated and I had to stop myself because I was like, oh and Jill was sitting right next to me. She's like, all right, all right, all right. I'm like, you're right. You're right. I, uh, I didn't throw anything. Nothing got broken. Um, I hope nobody broke their TVs or anything or yelled at their spouse or whatever over the sports thing. Cause that's, you know, uh, maybe have a chat with somebody if that was the case. Cause I, it was just like, I mean, I'm disappointed, but at the same time, like the Phillies made it to within a win of the worlds of going back to the world series. And I can't sit here and tell you that I didn't have fun watching them all year. Like I can't sit here and tell you that it was, that it wasn't fun to watch Trey Turner turn it around after getting those standing ovations. I can't tell you that I didn't enjoy watching Bryce Harper come back from Tommy John surgery faster than anyone else ever, and also learn a new position in two months and be pretty good at it. I can't tell you it wasn't fun to watch Michael Lorenzen throw a no-hitter. I can't tell you it wasn't fun to watch Zach Wheeler prove that he's an ace, right? I can't tell you it wasn't fun to watch the Phillies' bullpen trot out guys who can throw 100 and shut down the game at any point. Craig Kimbrel excluded, obviously. Uh, we're, we're sour about that one. Yes, we are. Like, I can't tell you that it wasn't fun to watch Brandon Marsh develop into a better hitter. I can't tell you it wasn't fun to watch all these, to watch Nick Castellanos come back and return to form during the regular season. I can't tell you I didn't have fun doing that. Like, them, you know, blowing a couple of leads and not winning the National League pennant doesn't erase all the fun that I had watching them all year. It does, it it stings. It sucks. I don't like it. It wasn't fun to watch that. But I can't sit here and tell you that I didn't have fun watching the Phillies all year. And I feel like that's what a lot of people should come down and be like, Hey, like this sucks. Obviously we wanted them to go further and win the world series. They didn't. So we don't, we, I mean, you can be mad. It's, it doesn't do you much good because there's no effect that you could have had on it to change anything. Right. We could sit here all day and complain about, Oh, they should have done this. They should have done that. They should have handled this, this way and taken things that way, And I, I, I did write about it. So there's a lot of that detail in there. So I won't bore you with it here, but at the end of the day, it's only a game, Fokker. And I feel like we need to, a lot of people need to recognize it. Like, I'm sure you can go on YouTube right now and see a lot of people breaking their TVs and throwing remotes in their phones and whatnot. Cause the Phillies didn't win. Uh, didn't, you know, punch their ticket to the world series. And again, it sucks. It's no good. Mike gets crying. He's, he just figured it out. The, the Phillies had lost and, no, he he wants something, and I should I go up and give it to him? Should I be the one? Hold on one second. All right, what was I saying? I don't know. Don't break your TV. I had to do a work thing, and I thought I was gonna have to run upstairs, but I didn't. So, um, like yeah, it sucks. I'm upset. I'm um upset. Maybe, yeah, maybe that is the right word. I'm I'm bummed out, right? And I'll be bummed out for a couple days, and then the World Series will start, and I'll turn it on and go. Oh man, this would be fun. I'm going to be, Oh, it'd be fun if the Phillies were here, but it's still going to be a fun world series. I'm still going to enjoy it. And again, the fact that they like the sting of this loss, it sucks, but it doesn't erase all the fun they had watching them. Like it doesn't erase all the strides they made in general as a team. Right. It doesn't erase that. It like it, it sucks. It makes it feel like, Hey, they should have probably won some more games, but we can only do what we have in front of us, deal with what we have in front of us. Right. So, um, me sitting here steaming about it is not going to help, and it's not going to be fun for you as a listener of the show. And so, what I'll say to Phillies fans who are upset today, and maybe, you know, where maybe you're not upset anymore, but you know, not as, not as upset, I should say, because I'm doing this the day after, and you're hearing it Saturday or Thursday if you're a patron. Um, we're going to be all right. It's going to sting. This is not the biggest joke in Philly sports history, right? The uh, 2011 comes to mind. That was, uh, that was worse, I think, in j- in terms of overall, like, wow, they should have gone further. Because at least here, they made it to the league championship series. 2011, they had legitimate, legitimately four aces in the pitching staff and lost in the first round. So that stands up there with me um, as a bigger... I know recency bias will tell you this is a bigger choke job because, yeah, they should have. But again, I wrote about this. I'm not going to waste your time on the show. Um, I just want to say, if you're angry... Don't make it all angry because this team provided you a lot of fun over the summer and them losing in October shouldn't negate and erase and just eliminate the feeling you had of that. Like you're allowed to be upset, but don't dismiss all of those things. You all the fun you had watching them, you know, bash home runs here and there and ringing the bell just because they couldn't get it done. Like be disappointed about that part, but don't let it erase the other stuff. Cause all in all, This was a fun season. And of course, we wish it could have ended a different way. Like, I wish I could have been, you know, doing this update a week from now, telling you I'm going to the parade, but I can't do that. And the only thing I could do here is go, well, they couldn't get it done. I'm disappointed. And, um, you know, congratulations to Texas and Arizona. Good luck to both of those. And uh, for me, go Rangers, because they've never won. That's all I can do. And also, this is going to sound petty as hell, but that's fine. This year, we don't have to listen to the, to the broadcasters talk about how resilient the Astros are because their players still show up to play games, even though they get booed all the time. Cause you know, they're cheaters. And the only punishment they got is being booed and heckled when they go on the road. So there you go. We don't have to do that. Like we did last year. Um, it's wild that their fans still try to claim that no one wants you to feel sorry for the Astros. It's like, they don't watch the broadcasts. It's just so funny because, uh, who wrote it? Um, Jeff Passon wrote a piece about it, like, oh, fair or not, the Astros, are uh, criticism. And everybody's like, yeah, dude, it's fair. Like, the only punishment they've ever received is booing, and that's fair. And then Astros fans will chime in, and then it becomes a whole thing. Um, so at least there's a silver lining when you're watching the World Series. You won't have to listen to the broadcasters talk about how resilient the Astros are, because they get booed. So there you go. I I tried. I tried to help you out there. Does that work? No, we're all still bummed. All right, that's okay. Well, you know who's not going to come out bummed, no matter how badly the Flyers play, is the captain. And so let us hopefully turn it over. I haven't talked to him yet. I won't get it till tomorrow if he's able to do it. So let us hopefully turn it over to the captain to let us know what is going on with the Fly guys, no matter how they're doing. He brings the energy, the positivity, that I tried to keep up but maybe failed just now about the Phillies. I don't know. Anyway, good sir. The floor is yours. Take it away.
1: Hey, hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Your Philadelphia Flyers in the second week of the NHL season are such a pleasant surprise. They are standing 3-2-1 with the second best record in the Metropolitan Division right now. Yet, the Flyers have given up two games that really should have been wins. So let's take a look at the recap now. The Flyers ended up winning last Thursday 4-1 against the Oilers at home, then went on the road lost on Saturday 5 to 4 in overtime against Dallas and then lost 3 to 2 against Vegas and they gave up that last goal within the last 30 seconds on Tuesday night. That really hurt them. The Flyers need to be better there if they want to continue being a good team and rising. But we're seeing some good play out of the young players. The veterans coming back strong. My goodness, they are trying to play their hearts out. Konechny is a scoring machine out there, and I love to see that now the Flyers are going to start a four game homestand tonight they're taking on Minnesota then on Saturday they're going to be taking on Anaheim Monday against Carolina, and Wednesday against Buffalo. So again, like I said, the Flyers standing with a 3-2-1 record, second best in the Metropolitan Division. Right now, the Flyers are playing some good hockey early in the season. Let's hope that continues. I think it will. I think the Flyers are starting to get a little groove in. We don't want to be fooled. The Flyers did start pretty strong last year and then fizzled. So let's see what they can do to see if this thing is for real this season. So guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pat on Next Level Radio.
0: There you go. Thank you, Captain, or not. You heard a sound or something. I don't know what I put there. Probably the slap shot. Um, maybe something else. I don't know. Maybe I thought of a new sound this year. Anyway, the Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. There you go. That's our show. You can hear my noisy chair. Sorry about that. And maybe the kid yelling. I don't know. Anyway, that's it. We're done. We did it. Thank you, everybody, for weighing in on your Halloween movies and favorite parts of Halloween. I appreciated all of those and had a lot of fun, I'm sure, putting the show together for you. Uh, my thanks also to Much Better for the tune. Again, muchbetterband.bandcamp.com for more from them. Go get it. Maybe they'll change the URL to Much Pocus. And the song to hocus better. Is that a thing? If they listen, maybe they'll do it once for me on Halloween for a gag. Okay. No? Great. All right. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out that clip and send it to Charlie today and see if he does that. See if he finds it funny. All right, anyway. That's our show. Anything else that anybody else have to thank before we go? Nope. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, that's it. We're done. I gotta go. I love you. Thanks for being here. If you're a patron, thank you for your money. If you want to sign up to be a patron, patreon.com slash themelticpat. Do the thing. Give me some money and get some bonus stuff. All right? All right. Great. Thank you. We're not going to do G love today, but check them out anyway at philadelphonic.com. I'm everywhere at themelticpat. Again, best way to get a hold of me is themelticpat.com. Let me know your questions, comments, concerns. Observations Ugh. and of course, corrections. All right, <laughs> let's try to get the goosebumps theme to end the show today and go enjoy your traditions. If you watch and then the Rashawn, the Boy Meets World episode with me on Halloween, then uh, talk, we'll text me, we'll talk about it. Okay, all right, we're good. Thanks a lot. You've been inside the no, Wait, let's see, anything else? Yeah, we're good. This has been an eight boiling production. Until next time, my friends, have fun, be safe, thank a veteran. Wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Happy Halloween, my friends. You've been Inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one.